Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. To my left is Georgia's answer to Ronan Keaton, Mr. Roy Powers. Hello, hello. Do you know who Ronan Keaton is? No. Do you know who Georgia is? No. Do you know where you are? <laughs> who are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And to my right is a new person. What's your name? Joe Scrabbles. <laughs> you just like... nice and slow. You haven't got a middle name? I do. It's Valerian's. Is it? Yeah. That's no, it's really it cool. Like... That is my middle name. Is it really? Joe yeah. Valerian Scrabbles. Joe Valerian Scrabbles. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you and why are you in our podcast studio? I'm the new UK news editor and I have no idea what I'm in for. Well, yeah, exactly. So if people don't know who Joe is, um, he's worked on a bunch of other stuff. I met you when we both worked on Official Nintendo Magazine. Indeed. Um, together. And then you left to go work on the official Xbox magazine. Traitor. And then I left you. So, <gasps> yeah, well, you, that's cool. I met um, you so when you weed. started sitting beside me at the, the office. That's, yeah, that's yeah. not even true, because you met him when he came in for his interview. In the interview oh, process. Yeah. 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 yeah, I met a lot of people, all right? I met a lot of people. You, you know, <laughs> still to keep track of everyone. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, most recently you were working for Games Radar. Yes. Then you decided to come and do that job, but properly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a real website, not a website for jerks. Same nothing um, and <laughs> now, you, for now, now you work for us which is amazing but you know to get people should get to know you a little bit what is your favorite film my ever favorite made, film ever ever made and we'll judge you forever on this yeah. can i have two no okay the prestige by christopher nolan really that's, that's a, a good so. choice a good that's film. a good choice that's that his best film, film and maybe the best film it's a really good film yeah cooper's a big fan of that as well it's just it's amazing yeah it's like it's a hidden well no i can't i'll spoil it that's the best thing about yeah. it saying it blows, anything about it like even the second time you go back and watch it it just like blows your mind i would love it's almost better the second time yeah right? and like, there's new oh. stuff every time you watch every it as well it's totally seeded with things i would love to what I would have loved to watch that film with you the first, first time. time. I bet you just like those American people shouting at the cinema, What? What's going on? He's <laughs> <laughs> what? It's so funny because because um, we're doing the, the Dark Souls playthroughs. Yeah. And now there's like loads of moments in that game that really surprise you with locations. Like you mm. walk into somewhere you've already been and you don't oh, realize yeah, it. Back on and now I know like what I'm doing. So when I'm in those moments, I'm just looking at my own face. So and you can literally see like everything click into place and me realizing things. <laughs> it is like the weirdest sensation. I, I'm yet to see that look on your face. Like I don't recognise the look of you things clicking into place for you. Like I don't think I've ever seen your face do that. Um, it can happen. Have sometimes. you read the Prestige book? I have not read the Prestige book. It is awful. Really? It is oh, no. really bad. It's, it's epistological, isn't it? It's yeah. just letters, or it's just the diaries. No, right? no, no. It's like there's bits. There's a lot, some of the diaries, but then there's all. It's also framed in modern day. Oh. And, and those are the bits that are terrible. Is that like just regular? Is that like you know magicians from now, like David Copperfield? No, it's not because it's actually framed. It's, it's, oh man, it was so long ago. It was like ten years ago when I read it. But like it was, it's basically one of their. It's either Angier's or the other guy. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Borden. Borden. Yeah. It's either Angier or Borden's like great 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 grandfather uh, grandson sorry right. grandfather and I think they even get together with I think the other one gets together with like a great 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 granddaughter oh, no, of the other one so and there's a really painful sex scene I'm pretty what? sure in a tomb or, yeah, or I've made that up. It sounds like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically like that. That's weird. I remember thinking, like, I think I must have read it when I was in, like, second or third year of university, and I remember thinking, 
this is weird. This is out of step from the rest of the film. But like you know, when you get so, I was so obsessed with that film. I just wanted everything about it. And then as soon as mm. I found out it was based on a novel, I was like, Do you never just like that. do you not just hook up with a girl in a tomb sometimes and be like talk about your great grandparents? And be like mine was a magician as well. <laughs> was yours a magician? I don't have access to that many tombs. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I. You're hanging out with the wrong people. Actually, I live in, in a place called West Norwood in London, and there's a there's a cemetery there. And a couple of times, like there's tombs there, but they're not the tombs that I would think of tomb. They're like not under, well, underground. Well, you have to go. Yeah, it's underground. Like mausoleums. Yeah, it's kind of like you can just walk in inside and around. And stuff I like live that. quite near Highgate Cemetery, which yeah. is has two ends of the spectrum where it's got Karl Marx's grave yeah. and Jeremy Beadle's grave. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Such a good one. So what would you consider to be a tomb? Email us in at <laughs> IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. <laughs> All right, Joe, what's your favourite video game? Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate on the 3DS. Really? Yep. Ever? Best game ever made. What? Mm. Yeah, absolutely is. I tried to get into Monster Hunter games and I found them just like really like thrown in the deep end like flood of information which one did you start with uh it was one for the 3ds yeah um but i just remember like playing the game and needing uh to get equipment on quests like getting parts of monsters like Mm. things you would get from killing them and there was such little description i had to like just like look it all up on google that's kind of half the thing though it's like it's living in this big sort of holistic world where everything influences you know one thing influences everything yeah. else and yeah. every bit of armor you make is made out of like nine different monsters that you've had to so it kind of creates every piece of armor is like a map of the game okay which i really really that like that is quite cool, that is cool. Like it's it. got this sense of everything is an achievement like just getting like the right gland out of a bug's leg yeah. that's like yeah. that's, that's a huge thing I think like I, I just <laughs> yeah. wasn't ready for it because like from the trailers and things I just thought like oh you can go around killing monsters all this cool gear oh, no, customizable a- and then like as soon as I was two days <clears throat> in and I had like pages of notes and like research yeah. on what monsters would drop what and I'm like is this a game anymore? Or well, is this... It. I'm getting like stressed out that but I don't have yeah. the right equipment and things. And that's not my kind of game at all. Like, I usually like stuff like Dynasty Warriors. It's like really oh, easy, yeah. simple no, games. Oh, yeah. language. But something about Monster Hunter, that like quest for perfection really yeah. works for me. Um, but it's also got... It's like nine different action games at once as well. Right. Each different weapon is a completely different yeah, really gameplay different. style and stuff. So, really yeah, I just love it. Do you have a favorite TV show, finally? Mm, I'm going to... I'll go simple. I'm, I really like Hannibal. Love Hannibal. That's the Hannibal T-shirt. But favorite ever, though. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Like genuinely, I've I've been rewatching all of it. I'm halfway through the last series again yeah. now, and it's just there's nothing else like it. It's a police procedural. It's a horror. It's like a surreal art film. Yeah. It's just everything, and it constantly just throws new ideas and like just increasingly horrific visuals at you like there's nothing more I uh, haven't made it through the first series yet what I really I really like it but I hate the one thing you just said about the proce- the police procedure. No, I agree. Bit. The first series so bad. Yeah, the first series, the uh, particularly the forensics guys. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, this, the best way of describing it is like occasionally Lawrence Fishburne walks into a completely different show. <laughs> yeah. Like he'll just walk through the FBI front doors, and there's these two guys like wisecracking about like yeah. bodies covered in mushrooms and stuff, and you're like, what is going on? Because like, have, have you ever seen Bones? Uh, oh, I've seen bits of it. An ex girlfriend of mine used to watch that, and they had the exact same characters in Bones. Really? Like, just like these suit, like the sort of lab guys who are just yeah. like, hey, look at this bone, watch me crack it. And it's just like, shut up, <laughs> watch <laughs> me crack it. But, like, <laughs> no, but that was the kind of level we were talking about. Yeah. But 
I hope it doesn't fit in with Hannibal. It no. doesn't fit when it's like, like it's one of the best looking shows on TV. It's unbelievable. Like, like I watch it with my girlfriend, and occasionally she's just like, "Why does everyone have such a nice place to live?" And I'm like, mm. "That's the whole point." Mm. It's like everyone is the most sophisticated yeah. or coolest person you've you've met in your life. So the you know, third series, loads of it is set in Florence, okay. and it's just like the gaudiest, like, most Renaissance European <laughs> show all of a sudden. Hannibal starts wearing, like, bow ties and, like, pins, like weird pinstripe horse-riding uh, jackets I didn't know and that. stuff. Because, like, I know the book's all right, and I know the mm. film's pretty well. So I was, I, in my head, I've been trying to work out where it's going to fit in to well, the other things. That's one of my like other favourite things, is that it's it consciously plays with people who know what those stories should right, be. Okay. So it keeps introducing elements, and you're like... I know where this is, but it's yeah. like way too early or it's got different characters and yeah. that kind of thing. Like it just, it keeps throwing in like ways to throw off your knowledge of it. Yeah. And then occasionally it will throw in a thing exactly as you remember it. And that yeah. throws you off just as much because you've gotten used to it being like Is it good then to go on the show blind or like have previous knowledge of it? The, both are good. Universe. Like, cause mm. it is just an amazing show on its own right. Yeah. But like... Yeah, it, it, there is something there for people. Like yeah. some people might go, "Oh, I know all the Hannibal stories, so why am I watching it again?" Mm. And firstly, it's because Mass Mickelson is yeah, gorgeous, brilliant, and, yeah. uh, and um, secondly, because it's just yeah, it constantly throws you for a loop. It's brilliant. Yeah, I like those. That's very good, Joe. You have introduced yourself very well there. Thanks. Um, if you like Yay. Joe's stuff, only two out of three things that you disagreed with intensely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. um, so Joe's going to be around on the podcast and making news and stuff. All of the time. So this week, Daredevil launched this weekend. Is everyone watching Daredevil Season 2? I haven't got around to it yet. No? I don't have Wi-Fi in my new flat yet, which okay. is just changing my whole life. For better or for worse, Why are you I so tired? Worse. Why are you so tired then? What? You, why were you so tired if you I haven't been watching why. Daredevil? I'm like chugging coffee, like trying to keep up. Yeah. I'm just drained. I'm just a drained human being. Well, so I've been watching it. You look like we're, we're going to talk about this in sort of non-spoilery yeah, terms. Yeah. If only because we've both seen the very start yeah. and nothing else. <laughs> That's right. Um, but we're going to talk about <clears throat> episode one and some of episode two. But one of the things for me, the straight away I completely forgot how bad a character Foggy Nelson is. I don't think... I could forget if I wanted to. I've Ugh. tried to forget. He's, He's just, just a warful. The thing about him is I'd... I'd feel okay about, you know, sometimes you need some comic relief, but he, yeah. he serves no purpose. No. Like, he's never oh. there for a narrative reason. No. I just don't get it. I don't understand what the writing process is there. Yeah. It's really strange. It's just, I think, you know, he's one of those actors where every time, just before he says a line, you can look him in the eyes <laughs> and you can see him remembering the line in his head. <laughs> like, he's such a bad actor. I haven't been, I haven't really had a problem with his acting yet. I just, yeah. I'm hopefully putting it down to the character itself. Like, no, I just don't find anything he says funny. I just don't. Like, anytime he's... Like, God, in the first season when mm. he was getting all, like, moody with, oh, with Mark. And it's yeah. like, oh, you yeah. don't need to be here. Like, yeah. none of this needs to happen. It was just such a horrible, like, stupid I layer on top I of it. I think, like, I just... I, like Foggy Nelson in the comics it, like he's not super annoying but he's not the, you know he's not the guy that you you're, you're not picking up an issue of Daredevil going can't wait to hear what Foggy's saying but <laughs> yeah. he's just he's not that bad but the thing that really annoys me is the way that they the way that they're using him 
And I was, ta- I was talking to somebody the other day about uh, Vinyl as well, which is a TV show that like, I've been watching. I'm on episode five of. And I absolutely love it. It's the best thing I've watched this year, I think. And th- again, there's another character in that where basically the main character is doing something cool. The opposition for that is his wife. And his wife is just like, it's just really bringing him down all the time. She's just like, and I told to my girlfriend, I was like, I just once I'd like to see... A guy who's a badass and not the not have a wife that's just like, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, going, okay, no, I married a badass. I'm in your badass life doing badass things with you. Mm. And I kind of want, like, fo- um... want Foggy to be like that. Like, And in the first episode, we don't have that. We have him going, oh, Matt, you shouldn't be going around being... It's like, know, like, be cool. You know Daredevil. Be like, oh, you're too you're foggy to be man. cool. And that is <laughs> the amount of time between those two series as well. Like, yeah. There's some time has elapsed oh. and he's still complaining about it. The perfect, still going the perfect on. example of what you want is uh, House of Cards. Okay. Like, they are, like, the best power couple yeah, of all that's time. Really like, badass yeah. wife, like, badass husband yeah. doing, like, badass stuff together. Yeah. But, yeah, Foggy is just not that person. I can see that Foggy is, obviously, he's, you know, he's worried for his friends. He's, he doesn't want his friend to die. He doesn't want his business partner to die, either. Because, quite clearly, the brains in Murdoch yeah. and Nelson, or Nelson and Murdoch, is... <laughs> There's a, a brilliant bit in Murdoch. the first episode where someone refers to him, like, derogatorily, you know, derogatorily yeah. as Harvard. And I'm yeah. like, and he's like, oh, actually, no, Columbia. And I was like, oh, my God, he's meant to be <laughs> Ivy League educated. <laughs> yeah. He's a moron. He's awful. It's just, it's really, really bad. His dad was the dean. I think that was the <laughs> like, yeah. His dad was like the sports coach yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, that is kind of what you get in the comics where, you know, it's kind of made out that Foggy's is not this very cool person and he is sort of riding the coattails. But I don't know. I just want him to be cool and I want him to be a character that I just don't groan every time he's on screen. I want to feel like it's going somewhere when he's yeah. on screen. Like even he's he's got one solo scene in the first episode that goes, yeah. first it goes on for way too long. Yeah, It's just endless of mm. him just whining and then uh, and then oh, was that with the bikers with the bikers oh, Christ, it yeah. just goes on forever and it's yeah. just him being like tortured by bikers that's a like, really for weird for being a nerd that's a really <laughs> weird scene that is as well because he mentions a guy who's basically he basically says I'm here to see so and so guy and especially guys some guy who's dead um, so they go to kill him and then he's outside just about to be killed I guess and he's just naming people who he thinks might be bikers yeah, that yeah. he's represented <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and, really the, weird. and the guy goes oh wait you uh, you represent a big P off you go then yeah what it's really <laughs> strange and like and it doesn't do anything because the whole point of him like they get the, they get this one line in from him where he's like oh, I'm going to go and follow up a lead I think I have uh, because uh, I can find a couple of puzzle pieces that you might not be able to you're like what did he find out what did he find <laughs> out a man a man he once knew has died that's the problem like what it's like it's, we've gotten this far and now we're on to season two and we already like know Foggy as like a character and who he interacts with like what can he bring to the table what, at this point what, the thing I think he could be doing is what if he is using this sort of you know facade that he's got which is just oh, I'm an idiot and you know I act like an idiot but what if he's using that as a little trick like Columbo and actually the stuff Columbo. like he can't like he's acting silly but he's actually really smart and he's like uh, it's like I work for a big Pete. it's like oh okay and he walks away and he goes actually uh, just one more, one more <laughs> question here where, where does uh, big Pete usually hang out again just on <laughs> are you saying he's Columboing Matt Murdoch <laughs> turning no. to be an idiot no. Matt Murdoch he should be Columboing other people so while Matt Murdoch Murdoch is out like fighting and stuff like that. That is not an adjective, by the way. Columboing. Columboing. <laughs> well, he's doing that, right? Like, like, that's what Foggy should be doing. But 
God, he's so bad. Do you know what they could have done with him? And this sounds spiteful. Okay. They could have killed him in the first episode. Yeah. And created a narrative reason for Murdoch to be angry with, say, the Punisher. Like, yeah. He could just be dead. And then I, we. it would be great. I think that's, like, not that I want Foggy. I do want Foggy to die. But <laughs> the thing that I'm, like, I really want to like it. Like, Daredevil is my favorite comic character. Like, 100%. Really? There's so many amazing storylines that you could be doing with it. But unfortunately, it looks like, and I really hope I'm wrong, that they're doing a really similar thing to they did in the first series where you see this you know two people who are approaching the same result from yep. very different ways yeah. and that the conflict is there between them you know Daredevil doesn't want to use the kind of force that Punisher wants to use but he doesn't see another way of doing it and the same with like Wilson Fisk like they both want to make Hell's Kitchen great again but they're approaching it in like very very different ways and I think I really hope it goes away from that duality thing and focuses on something else. Well, like, yeah, I wasn't a massive fan of Jessica Jones for many reasons, yeah. but I th- did think that the motivations behind that show, firstly, were actually kind of important for a Marvel yeah. show, but secondly, they were different. Like, it was okay. watching a damaged person chasing the person <clears throat> who damaged them. That's a completely different dynamic, and yeah. it changes the entire arc of that series. And even, um, like, Jessica Jones, it uh, avoided a lot of the like the kind of tropes that Daredevil falls into where you have like your main character and then it's like the two sidekicks or like the group that they all hang out with like Jessica Jones like there were so many characters in that that were like maybe didn't have their own powers but really influential strong interesting people in their own yeah. sense it wasn't like Foggy who's just like someone just like crack wise and like create needless tension <sighs> like they were all quite interesting characters I think yeah. the most telling thing in the first episode is that the the kind of biggest emotional scene for Matt Murdock happens entirely because Foggy leaves and goes to the toilet <laughs> like there's a scene where he just walks off and then him and Karen have like a really intimate moment and you're like oh it's because Foggy fucked up yeah Great. <laughs> yeah so that I mean Foggy is I'm still gonna stick with David Elbow but my god is Foggy not very good yeah. in that show well, it is worth pointing out that the for me, episode one was brilliant. Like, mm. Foggy's, Foggy sucks, but I think the way they've introduced the Punisher totally yeah. makes me feel good about where they're going with that Definitely, character. Yeah. Like, it's grim. It's really grim. Yeah. And that's what you want out of the Punisher, because if they're going to do the duality thing, at least make it obvious. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Okay, on to the good and the bad for this week, then. And this week is themed by Planet Coaster. So we have the good... Which is Rory. I was wondering what this was because I had no idea. <laughs> What's the good section? We. As in, we. We're having a good time on a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah someone should talk to me about this. What, what, what's the what's the bad what's the bad section? Barf. Barf. That's the only ever going to sound good in your accent. Which, is, why? Yeah. What would you? What, how do you guys? Say? Barf. 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 Just sounds like yeah. you're saying B A T H. Exactly. Well, I'm not. I'm talking about Planet Coaster. Sorry. So hush up. Um, so I went to see Planet Coaster last week. Do you know what Planet Coaster is? It's yeah. the new... Is it Frontier making it? Yeah, Frontier Developments, I think, whatever they're called. They're, so the people who make that space game. Um, <laughs> but they've come back down to Earth. and they So they made Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, mm-hmm. which I kind of liked. It was a really, really cartoony version of Roller Coaster Tycoon, which a lot of people sort of didn't like that thing of it because it, it kind of dumbed it down a little bit. Yeah. Even though it was immensely fun. Um, but so this is kind of them going back to it they're not using the roller coaster tycoon name Mm. Uh, they're using a name planet coaster and it's got the same kind of look as roller coaster tycoon it's just like really cartoony and fun but it's so deep and nerdy and there's so much to do in it like if you're a really big sort of sim fan you'll absolutely love it see these type of games like 
like I have enough things to try and remember and keep track of in my own life. I feel like these games, I did Close, love Sims, and I did love wash. them as a, as a kid, but like adding all these like layers, just it's so much to keep track of. I was the one, like my brother and my sister used to love this. They used to love Sim City yeah. and a zoo tycoon. Mm. And then I was the one that when it was my turn, I would like open up all the gates and let the lions out, and I'd remove parts of the roller coasters. <laughs> Make yourself a pint of water, tip her on a keyboard. I was just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Start <laughs> fires in the corner of the room. Like I, I just wanted like something that was a bit more interesting. Like these definitely aren't my kind of games. Not- so I don't know like if making it more complex would be a good thing well the other interesting thing is the last thing Frontier did before Elite Dangerous was made yeah. Scream Ride which yeah. wasn't amazing but it was a take on the roller coaster thing as sort of a science project like a yeah. physics thing like has it got any of that in it are you, are you I haven't seen testing that things? much stuff because it's very very early and actually the, the build that I saw at the time it, like it, it was going to be the like alpha or whatever they've like mm-hmm. the public alpha or whatever that they've put up this week which so you can actually play it i think if you sign up oh, really? you can have a go i think yeah um but they weren't actually going to include the coasters in it you weren't going to be able to make, actually build any coast in it, but I think oh, for, after oh, some, what I know. Do you do then? But is this just like well, this is the, this is the thing because you watching contr- the stock market? You're like happiness is down, happiness is down. That's this week. I don't know. What you I'm control do. you control a lot of the park's mechanics, so this is why like it's, it really harks back to like theme park. So you 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 can be like sleepless in bed at night with your wife and girlfriend, and be like, why is no one buying the hot dogs? Yeah, that's oh, what dog it is. Sales you, are you, down. Could I, make, could I make my pathfinding system yeah. better? Yeah, you control attendance has dropped since like 2016. The drink and the happiness of the guests by all these different things like paths in between all the different rides and mm. things like that but they were going to have it that you could only use like pre-made um, rides but I think you can actually make coasters in and out which is really good yeah it was probably a good sales tactic yes yeah. I think so definitely because that's what people want to do like I, I started speaking to one producer who mm. was more like a producery type person so he wasn't art or anything are you alright? yeah this is really just <laughs> you think I was just going to get out and leave you look yeah. like you're doing yo- like chair yoga <laughs> Um, But so just a guy who was sitting next to me and he wasn't much of an art guy, but there was an art guy sort of right next door to him and he sort of kind of took over and was like, he's a massive roller coaster nerd. Mm. And I mentioned Six Flags because I absolutely love Six Flags. It's an amazing um, theme park in America. And he was like, oh, except for the signs, you can pretty much make every ride um, at Magic Mountain, which is the good Six Flags in LA. You can pretty much make all those except for the signs. Um, Because he said like, you can control that much about it that from just every single thing from like the entrance to the exit to every single sort of like bank that the roller coaster does you can control completely and make all these amazing coasters are you making literal planets for theme parks like what happens in Space Jam yeah maybe that's what I want I want like a little planet <laughs> now you're speaking my language yeah? Space Jam Space Jam <laughs> I want those little little dudes from yeah. Space Jam the Charles the Barkley monsters. yeah the monsters oh, yeah. the Charles Barkley monster I want him <laughs> this, is the, this is the kind of game that I could like, actually get lost in for a good like this is one of the games that you just sink loads of hours into without even realising you're doing it yeah. what is it that would do that for you are you obsessed with the micromanagement then yes really that's the kind of stuff that I like this is your monster hunter yeah but I just re- I just really like making people happy now I really like um, <laughs> controlling people's happiness yeah. but I just really like sort of you know making decisions making big decisions in a thing like a park that actually really impact on your entire game if you heard I about like. the government <laughs> you should go into the government <laughs> but the cool thing about it as well I don't think this is in the bit you can play now the free bit but you can do like loads of like weird terrain stuff I will never do this in the game because 
I was sitting next to a producer of the game. He tried to do it, and he was shocking at it. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, you can like manipulate the terrain. So he showed me this one tree that someone had made, and this other sort of like giant sea monster that somebody else had made. Then he just literally just raised some of the ground up a little bit and was just like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like, uh, if I say I want to raise this ground up, watch me do that. Oh, God, it's amazing. You guys want trees? Pine? Maple? Oh, you got them. Really? Right. Um, if you like management control games, have you ever heard of um, the Kingdom for Keflings games? What? In the world for Kathleen's oh, games? Oh, yeah. I don't know what I've never played They're the little available. ones. They've got the little Microsoft avatars in them, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So I think it was like part of Microsoft's like bringing uh, their avatars into the games. But you actually, I think it's like exclusively for Microsoft, but it's totally like um, a management game where okay. you like build these little cities and you're like this giant and it's like a world filled with these little guys and you have to like go and get resources and things. I think it was like free to download for a really long time, but like really popular games and beautiful soundtrack. And then it's like right up your alley. Does... Can I make the giant look like me? Uh, yeah. That's a deal breaker. You can. I yeah. can. And if you can kick the little people if they annoy you. There was a really weird thing where the, they're great. the Keflings games, or A World for Keflings, I think, came out on Wii U really late. Right. Mm-hmm. But it came out on the Wii U using still, like, Xbox, oh, avatars. Xbox avatars. Right. When they've got Miis. It was really strange. Yeah. 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 I assumed it was, like, a Microsoft exclusive because yeah. it was using, yeah, yeah. like, literally... You just import your avatar into the Apparently game. Not. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really strange. But I'm up for it. I really like the game. I want to play more of it. I want to make something, like, Space Mountain or something like that. I think it's going to be really good. Joe, what's your bit of Wii news? Uh, we news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I'm interested in Zack Snyder, the Batman vs. Superman director, saying yeah. that he now wants to make 300 sequels, as in sequels to the film 300. We had this discussion before where you thought, yeah. I meant literally 300 I films. I 300 sequels. <laughs> like, I was like, that's what? mental. That's going to take a lifetime, Zack. I feel like someone <laughs> needs to explain this to him. Um, he wants to make 300 sequels set throughout world history, okay. but through the 300 lens. Right. So... It just it really captured my imagination. It just sounds mental. <laughs> like he, so two weeks ago, I he said he it. wanted to make a George Washington 300 yeah. film. So I guess like a shirtless George Washington, like booting people down <laughs> the Delaware. I'm going to joke about that in the news video. Yeah. Kicking people down wells going, this is America! <laughs> and like, bolt, like kicking them in the chest. But then yeah. he's also said like one at the Alamo, uh, one like an ancient Chinese battle, a Roman lost legion. So he yeah. just really likes small groups of people fighting overwhelming odds. Yeah. That's basically his thing. Oh, Anything that keeps Zack Snyder away from making from making more DC Superman movies give those films somebody else make all I should say I haven't seen Batman vs Superman yet well so. I mean like have you got any ideas for 300 sequels you could make so oh, I, no. wrote, I wrote down some okay. definitely so I've got the Battle of Agincourt right. that would be quite good lots of muscly men with longbows but longbows like up 10 metres tall longbows Massive. made out of naked women yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, a sexier Zulu Okay. Like, but still with Michael Caine. Right. But nude and old. <laughs> uh, the Lib Dem coalition victory in 2010. That general election. That would be good. Yeah. Uh, my favourite um, Wikipedia entry is called List of Wolf Attacks on Humans. Right. And because there's one entry in it that's about a man called Ben Cockrum, okay. who uh, by himself, the, all they found was his like tattered remains and a gun <laughs> and he killed 11 wolves by himself Whoa. while starving to death so the in the American so him versus a legion well I of thought wolves? that's kind of like the grey but that terrible Liam Neeson film oh, but, terrible, but yeah. what if it's just him and he's like 9 foot tall and all the wolves are like 
foreign space wolves because yeah it's like Zack Snyder really has a problem with foreign people so yeah. just foreign wolves uh, uh, French wolves like not even just a Zack Snyder film that actually sounds like a really good film yeah it would be an amazing film it's the <laughs> oh man so just as a side note this list of wolf attacks on humans got edited once and they took out that entry Ooh. I went and looked for the original newspaper article <laughs> from the early 1900s to cite it and put it back in and why would still someone there. take that out I don't know it's the best thing on there <laughs> probably the wolves yeah, the, <laughs> the, 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 the wolves. this makes us look terrible guys we need to get rid of this what's the guy's name Ben Cockrum are the Ben Cockrum deniers I guess so <laughs> yeah I can't prove that that rifle stock <laughs> killed not 11 wolves maybe 10 yeah um and then uh, a ragtag group of mums on Black Friday. That's good. Just like battering Black store Friday assistants. Would be, yeah, that would be an awesome one. What, for yeah. 300? Yeah. That'd be good. All like sepia-toned Black Friday. Just um, like hitting people with TVs. South Park did a good couple of episodes on Black Friday, but it was like making fun of Game of Thrones. It's Game of Thrones, yeah. Right. yeah. And that was that. really funny. They like literally had like the watchers of the wall being like the guarding of the Walmarts. It was yeah. really funny. No, yeah, that's so. good. Rory, what's your bit of Wii News? My bit of Wii news is that we finally got our possibly our first look at the Pokemon Go app. So this is something that you flagged up today and mm. I watched just incredibly excited, like tears in my eyes, <laughs> Pikachu ears on my head. Um, it's the first footage from South by Southwest, yeah. Yeah. wasn't it? Where they're doing a presentation showing some of the first footage that we think is from the game. Yeah. Uh, and I guess like the best part about it is that it just kind of looks like exactly what we all thought it was going to be like. Mm. Augmented reality where it seems to be the camera pointing at the grass where it's obviously done through motion tracking where mm. I think it's like a Bulbasaur or an Ivasaur. It's an Ivasaur. Yeah. Ivasaurs on the grass and you have to use um, different Pokeballs to capture them and oh, it's all like tracked so good. and then also like right at the start I mean that they were kind of showcasing mainly the, the battle part but if you pause it like at the start of the video you actually see uh, your can we pause it right at uh, <laughs> one minute and seven seconds no I'm <laughs> uh, you actually see that the, that the this person this account has a, you know a custom name and a custom Ooh. level and it looks like there's certain levels of, of customization within your own character okay. it's which all, is amazing it's based on the framework of that ingress game that yeah. they made yeah, because beforehand it's, it's a company that, that did that which I don't know if you guys played but it was no, I never no, played it was it. the coolest idea for an app ever but I know people like literally went to volcanoes and Antarctica and stuff for that still game. going on I think it's closed now okay. but apparently yeah. apparently the reason it's Pokemon Go's a thing is because the the president of the Pokemon company was obsessed with ingress oh, wow. like him and his wife had higher ingress levels than the CEO of the developer it was That's a really amazing. really cool game like yeah. such an interesting interesting mechanic for a game and like I, I got really into it and I got my friends into it yeah. and of course I think I when I got into it I was in Northern Ireland and of course there's not that many like great landmarks on the north coast of Northern Ireland so you actually had to like go into towns and capture mm. posts and things oh, I yes. assume in London like you, people are probably like capturing well actually it's probably not there anymore but like if that's the equivalent, there's going to be some cool Pokemon in London. Yeah, What's definitely. It's I... going to be really weird. Like, certain places are just going to get a tourism boost based yeah. on Pokemon being... Like, yeah. if you're, you know, on the Hawaiian island where there's just the one Charizard in the world, because that's the yeah. only fireplace in the world. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be incredible. Like, all these people just turning up with their mobiles being like, Charizard! <laughs> how are they going to... We don't know anything about it, but how are they going to decide where these Pokemon are? I'm not entirely sure. So it's... Yeah. It, they're definitely region specific right. and also it appears to be that they are sort of surface specific like in this an Ivysaur was appearing because it was on grass like right. it could see grass yeah, it was all relative to the environment but then is Ivysaur uh, is there going to be an Ivysaur 
like if I'm in Wales, mm-hmm. you're in London, you're in Ireland. Uh, presumably, yeah. there will be multiple okay, spots. Right, like, yeah, yeah. I guess kind of the same way as the Pokemon map is. Like you can catch yeah. like Rattatas yeah. in one place or another place. Actually, but you can't catch Rattatas in one. But there's got to be. I really hope that there's very specific ones. Well, there's one that you can yeah, only capture in yeah, like, one yeah, place. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure that is is the case well they said in the presentation that they did make it clear that you will have to travel to specific locations Excellent. That's, to what, get that's what I want and also like you may find that it is a bit more limited like maybe we have a type of Pokemon over here that you can't get in the US yeah. but it's important to note that they did say when the app was announced that uh, trading will be allowed which okay. isn't as exciting but oh, it means really? that you can yeah be able to trade online with people so maybe if there's like Pokemon that we can't get over here you can like go online through the database and swap it out oh, it's going to be like a so. black market but Pokemon I don't want to trade I don't want, I don't, you want to be there you want to go to the yeah, definitely. You don't man. have to trade. That's all right. Yeah, I don't think I'm going. I don't think I'm going to trade. Well, good luck going to Mount Fuji and catching Dragonair. Or oh, I helps. will. I'm so excited. This is coming out this year. Yeah, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so my god, it's going to be great. It's going to be really oh, awesome. my beta god. testing starts in Japan quite soon, okay. and then it's meant to roll out, and it's free to play. Yeah. So. It- Almost certainly, you'll be paying for Pokeballs. That will be the way they monetize. Oh, I did see, yeah. yeah. Well, on the interface uh, of the preview that I saw, there was something that was like crystals, and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap! Yeah. Oh my god, I have to like pay for crystals, whatever the hell that means." But then, like, which would be annoying. But you but know, it's, it's going to be one of those things where it's like it refreshes in twenty four hours or something. You know, Actually, well, that's it, a good point, like a lot yeah. of those, a lot of those apps you can play without spending money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then at the same time, like it's going to be like in Pokemon where you're not going to go all the way to Mount Fuji. <laughs> And Don't then go, me. right, I'm just using the, you know, the jabroni ball. Yeah, you're like, like you wanna... faced with Zapdos and you're like, oh, I've got to pay 30 quid for a Master Ball. <laughs> but I am already about Fuji and I did pay quite a lot to get it. I'm going to pay an extra 30 quid. I'm going home. See ya. <laughs> I'll take my uh, chance with the jabroni ball. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to, I think this might be game of the year. I'm really genuinely to be honest look like to be devil's advocate the footage makes it look quite shit shut up the actual system looks I know it's early days and that was just like a behind closed Mm. doors presentation but yeah the motion tracking on the Ivazor was a little bit like chunky Mm. and it wasn't like going quite well I think that's only going to improve and especially because it's an app now like that process is incredibly easy to just like install updates and make that really fluid really smooth I mean it's clearly being designed for every phone it can be designed so it's going to have to be not the the other exciting thing which we didn't get a glance at is the um, additional little piece that you can get uh, with. Yeah. I, will, yeah, I, will, I, yeah. I will not be okay. Of which I'll wear yours. Well, apparently, okay, yeah, so apparently, I'll be like, yeah, you got a Pokeball. You got a Pokemon. Yeah. Apparently, Things it just like on. vibrates on your wrist when you go past a Pokemon, which is yeah. really weird. So it's like just little invisible creatures Amazing. scurrying around. I your really hope, because I've got a Microsoft Band, I really because you can add like tiles to it. It's, like, not, it's not coming out on Windows Phone. Isn't it? No, Andro- Android and iOS. Mother. Bin it now. That's the end. What's the end? Then? What's so the I was going to say you can get little tiles, and I've got a couple of sports tiles. You can go on, and you can get like sports updates. It'd be amazing if it'd be like Charizard. Yeah. What is it? What like is it that your Twitter tile tells you on that thing? <laughs> yeah, the Twitter tile, which I can't work out why. I can't log into my Twitter, but the Twitter tile. Every time you click, it says Gary Lineker is popular on Twitter. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to show my tweets, but it doesn't. But there's something about this game, po- the Pokemon Go, like because I've been a massive fan of that like, geocaching. We've talked about this on the podcast before, oh, yeah. like for years. And there's something about 
well this that sort of feeds into that just but even like like I was I really liked Foursquare like the idea mm. of not like specifically sharing it with everyone and like checking in but I liked the idea of like you know going to different places checking in there and you know getting like points for checking in and things like that like there's something I think it's about that gamification that I'm just like this is really you, that really you, hits me yeah do you remember how Watch Dogs tried that and it didn't work because no one cared about doing that in a virtual no. town exactly <laughs> like, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense no. I feel like if this is done well you could build yeah. a really great community out of this absolutely, game absolutely yeah. like yeah. going on the forums and hearing how people got this yeah. and like tips and then also like I think people just enjoy games that like actually encourage you to like do something practical yeah. and physical yeah. do like, something outside like, yeah. imagine if I'm like uh, you, me, and Dan get it, or like, yeah. like us three get. It. I'm like, hey, this weekend, like, there's Pokemon going to be appearing in like this place. Like, we should go. Like, us all heading to the tube to get Zubats. Yeah, <laughs> with our caps exactly. on and like our badges and the it's, it's, of it's our a jackets. really big social thing. Like, you meet on a Sunday morning. You're like going to go around. We should definitely go to your cache and do something with that. That would be fun. Like, actually, yeah. we talked really about that for ages. We should definitely yeah. do that. Okay, let's do that. That's okay. my we. That is really good Wii news. Possibly the best Wii news you've ever brought to this podcast. Well done. Joe, you've got some more Wii news before we go on to the best part of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, just just a small thing. I really liked hearing about Telltale's Batman series, which I wasn't totally interested in. Mm. I just thought, "Eh, that'd be all right. But them talking about it, it sounds like it's half playing as Bruce Wayne, half playing as Batman. Yeah. And the stuff you do as Bruce Wayne... helps like inform the stuff you do at night and the stuff you do at night helps inform what you do as Bruce Wayne on the next day yeah which sounds really interesting we I've never played a superhero game where I'm asked to just be the guy yeah like it's we were talking about how Matt Murdock's an interesting character yeah as a normal man definitely and yeah. Bruce Wayne almost never is I'd love no. to see him you know having to I don't know. I don't know what he does. Be a billionaire playboy. It'd be Man, great. Man, a Daredevil game would be amazing. I was amazing. just thinking that. Like in the courtrooms yeah. and everything, having to do the well, Telltale. Like, yeah. There is the Marvel... There is a Marvel Telltale game coming. Yeah. Yeah. They just haven't announced what it is. I want it to be Hawkeye. I would love a Hawkeye really? Telltale game. Oh, have you read the new Hawkeye run, the Matt Fraction? No, not at it's all. It's incredible. Like, it's him on his... It's sort of him dealing with being like a crap Avenger right. and just on his off time <laughs> um, like so these like Russian mobsters take over his like start squeezing people for money in his building he's just walking around sad like <laughs> it genuinely is that and then he gets like a dog that's obsessed with pizza and he's just like and he like it's really yeah, weird like, it's such a great <laughs> run of comics because it's just like a superhero no one cares about yeah. dealing with no one caring about I can him. imagine him like having to do kids birthday parties and stuff it's yeah, like, just, Billy I got you an Avenger <gasps> oh which one which one hey kids like Hawkeye he's just shooting balloons out of the air I'll take Falcon over him (laughs) (laughs) no I'm excited for that I think it should be really good Um, I like the the fact that they can maybe use some like younger or like different iterations of like the big supervillains that we've seen and things mm. like that like maybe in a way more smart way than Gotham is at the moment although oh. the last time I slide off Gotham loads of people had a go at me really it, apparently it's good now Gotham like, I can't go back to that not no. after what it did to me the first no. time I only watched two episodes of it that, pen- that penguin yeah. oh my god awful but yeah no I'm excited for that Telltale game as well I think it's be really good but now it's time for Everyone's favorite part. Ready for it? Of the show. Okay. Oh, that's the theme. I thought you were going to do. I still haven't read it yet. The Who. I like someone tweeted me saying that they got it. They massively got. Sorry, this section's called Keyword Countdown. I should say. The IMDb game that all the kids are talking about. We've actually got some feedback later on. Actually, you might as well read yours now. Oh, okay. This one. 
Uh, yeah, no, you yeah. Mean my no, 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 that it's one. one. Yeah, it's you. Oh. You might as well read that one now. I've got that, one about that, it too. That's for later on. You might oh, as well read that okay. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from Daniel Taylor. I think so. Yeah, yeah it is Daniel Taylor. Hi, Daniel. Uh, Daniel says, "I'm not sure if it's obvious, but surely the theme for Keyword Countdown has to be the Final Countdown by Europe. <gasps> it has just enough." Oh, jeez, to hype everyone up. Oh, and fits. also, uh, I hear that Europe are massive fans <clears throat> of the podcast. What? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Do you know that theme tune? Do you know that tune, Rory? Yeah, of course. Okay, well, he's written some lyrics there. He's written you, the lyrics. You're the band's guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. Someone do, someone do the... It's the keyword countdown. Are you ready? <laughs> We're playing together. Nice. Oh. To see who knows most. <laughs> He's crying. About film and TV. <laughs> the winner can boast. I guess we don't know who will win. Or who will lose. Who will lose. Until we play the game again. Dun, 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 dun. Let's play keyword countdown. That, this is also his third piece of feedback, so does that make him a friend of the podcast? That makes him my best friend, not even just in podcasts. I'm sorry for <laughs> you, song. you write a theme yeah, tune yeah. for a, a shitty little game that I play every week, and you will be my best friend forever, sir. You just spontaneously grew eyeliner during that. It's amazing. <laughs> well, Rory's in, a, Rory's in a band. I am. Um, but... And that's our new single. More, <laughs> more importantly, keyword countdown. The IMDb quiz came. So basically, if you've never heard of this before, keep on. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. I've listened but to it. IMDb has got some crazy keywords for films. They're really vague, really obscure. So I challenge you guys, okay, to guess the film by the keyword, and you get the points. Do you want to know what the scores in the league are at the moment? Absolutely not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Well, I'll tell you because Rory, you could go top today. But we don't. We've already clarified that the point system makes no sense. I am only top because for some You're reason not I have played a stupid amount of time. Well, we don't need to. We don't even talk about where I actually. And could. to be fair, you could technically I was say, go could top. I go top today <laughs> if you guessed every single one of them on the first go. <laughs> you right. could go top. So Chris is currently top with thirty-eight points. Krupa behind him at twenty-nine. Rory on twenty-seven. Dale on twenty-two. Alex on seven. Krupa is this, destroyed. Is this just a bun fight? Do we go at the same time? You can shout out as right. many times as you want. Sweet. Um, but if you miss, you might miss a clue if you're shouting out. That's so true. Don't be a dick. Is what I would <laughs> suggest to you. Film number one. Keyword countdown. Yeah. Epic. Uh, Sex in bed. Troy. Army. Troy. Three hundred. Yes. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I just said Troy twice. I mean, sex in bed. <laughs> nice. It's not epic. Well. It's how good the sex is. It's not on me. <laughs> this is the thing. It wasn't, it wasn't one clue. Epic sex is. Yeah. Epic sex. <laughs> People tweeted me, like, arguing with the keyword. Tweet IMDB. Yeah. Like, I told you, the keywords are mental. This is why we play this game. So, nice one. You guessed it on army, so that's eight points to you. The other clues. Am I honor, first now? In honor. No, yet, no. Oh. Honor. Speared to death. Killing a messenger. Male rear nudity. Mm. Re- rear entry sex. Reign of arrows. Persian Immortals. There's rear entry sex? Yeah. There's sure that, is, yeah, because they've got that, like, Team America scene where it's them just in all different positions. Mm. Do they? Having a great time. I haven't seen that movie in ages. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well. going back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go then. Film number two. 
Man with glasses. Leather, Superman. Leather jacket. Catholic Neo. hospital. Catholic hospital. Ant attack. <laughs> Rocket sled. Nuclear explosion. Indiana Jones and the King of the Crystal Skull. Yay! Oh my god. <laughs> I had, you were going so fast, <laughs> I had it. Like, I didn't remember any elements of that film. Rocket yeah. sled and ant attack. Yeah, rocket yeah. sled and nuclear explosion. That's oh, um, when he gets into the fridge. The, uh, which is actually an amazing bit of Kingdom of Crystal Skull. I'll have no one say anything. What, the refrigerator with the nuclear explosion? Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Scene. I didn't mind that Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Scene. This is absolutely Guys. ridiculous. No. He would have been obliterated. You don't. You can't get oh, through a so nuclear. Oh, so you're having a go at it because it's uh, not realistic. Not realistic. Not realistic. There's melting Nazis. Come the on, one Rory. everyone likes. That's you, no one can prove that's not realistic. <laughs> Come on, Rory. You don't know that. But Rory, with that, you've just taken the lead by two points at the top of the league. But you, yes, you should be more yes. excited about that. Is that the whole game? No. Oh, good. We've got... That, oh, sorry, yeah, I'll just read out the other clues. So, nuclear explosion you guessed it on. Yep. We also have archaeology professor, Area 51, flying saucer, crystal skull. Flying saucer. <laughs> Here we go. Indiana Jones. <laughs> Here we go. Film number three. Vengeance. Blood splatter. Neo-noir. Going so oh, uh, Sin City. Watchmen. Polaroid. Watchmen. Body in a trunk. Seven. Saw. Saw the film. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a word association. If it was, that would be shit. <laughs> Crossbow. Stabbed in the head. Stabbed in the head? Male reanudity again. Van Helsing? What is this? Release from prison. Blade. Release from... Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> what? No, unfortunately, it was the film Blue Ruin, Joe, which we'd literally what? just been talking about outside. I have seen Blue Ruin. And also, you said I those don't remember quick. Saw. I do remember Stabbed in the Head. Yeah. I think it's the first time we've ever had a movie go under the radar. Nah, we've had two. Oh. Be, uh, the first week. If the last Sorry, one had been I've ever missed Beard, but not for long, I would have got it. Yeah, that's, unfortunately, that wasn't. That's all really. there is. But there we go. God damn it. Okay, here we go. Joe. I can't believe I've not got a point. We've never had someone play <laughs> no and pressure. not get a point. And not get any points. And the thing is, I've been listening to the last few and I've been like, oh, I got this. I'm ah. so good at this. <laughs> this is training. Here we go. Film number four. All right. Stealing. <laughs> Dis- disguise. Vomiting. Dutch angle. Race against time. 1990s. Back to the future. <laughs> Stabbed in the stomach. First part. Oh my god. Secret identity. Kickass? Mission. Kickass 2. <laughs> Mission Impossible? Yes, it's Mission Impossible. <laughs> god damn it! Well done, Rory. I got like dirt points. Dutch angle. One point. One point. 31 point. Four, 41 points you're in the league, top of the league with. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. yeah, more excited for that one. That's I'm good. excited, yeah. I can't believe I'm going to get those points. You might get this one, you don't know. Oh, I'm not going <clears> to. <throat> lost all confidence. Here we go. Suck it, Croops. Why? He's on top of the league now. But he's not your... He, Tilly was top of the league. Yeah, but... Croops is not your rival. Croops was the one... La, the last time I was on, he was like, oh, I'm so bad at keyword countdown. And then he obliterated oh, he you, yeah. me. Yeah. So... Yeah. Plus, I just hate him. I just hate. <laughs> right, I'm moving this on before you get back. Oh my god! And don't get me started on Alex. <laughs> Tilly Christ. Wait till you hear this. Gav's a shit. What's happened to you today? Yeah. <laughs> okay, film number five. Regret. Planning. Super strength. 
technology and man yes yes oh. i'm so happy you got that <laughs> i really didn't want it to be a white no that would have been horrible seven points you've got so actually you go oh you're tied with alex i'll take that Ooh. at the bottom absolutely that's fine there's no bottom in keyword countdown because everyone's a winner there would have been if i hadn't got one but there definitely would have been if you hadn't got one and yeah. i'm the super winner yeah so we got the technology van man punching woman woman punching man <laughs> bald man <laughs> This gets harder. <laughs> Killing an animal. Anthony. Killing an animal? Anthony. Oh, of course. Anthony's a good last uh, <laughs> Falcon the character. Killing an animal? Yeah, Anthony. He kills Anthony. That is an insect, not an animal. <laughs> Eight legs, a six spider legs. Eight is legs, an arachnid. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's on IMDb, so you can, you can, talk, about, you can talk to them about that. I'm sure insects are animals. No. It's not for us to decide, and certainly not for us to decide today. <laughs> what a fantastic edition of Keyword Countdown. That was a good one. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm genuinely a bit shaky, that's but I good. wasn't going to yeah. get that. Like, Kruber says he hates the, this because he doesn't like feeling, like, on edge or mm. in, well, you've in, never in had competition It's not a good experience. Isn't it? It's stressful. Well, it's, it's, like, it's like, intense. It's you're like, rattling off clues. I'm being like, oh, I'm, like, shrinking in my chair. It's like the start of Thunderbirds. <laughs> like, man uh, uh, butt sex. Uh, oh, you, like you're believe, screaming words at me. I can't hard. believe you got rear male nudity in there twice. Uh, I try and get in. If, if rear male nudity is in it, I put it in the um, keywords. So my goal is to have a week where every single film has got rear male nudity. Thelma and Louise. Yeah, there you go. I might do that next get week. Get that. But I probably won't. Make that okay, first. on to the bath section. Rory, the what section? Yeah. Barf. Do you want to kick off the barf section? Barf. Oh, barf, guys. What's your barf news? Well, it kind of ties in to something that we touched on on Keyword Countdown. That's why. Which is Indiana Jones 5 has got a writer. Okay. Um, and it is, uh, what, David Kep? David, who, yeah. Who uh, co-wrote Crystal Skull. I originally put this in bad. There are kind of pros and cons about this. Okay. But the immediate con is that Crystal Skull was trash. Yeah, And Somewhat. I'm quite scared that... If it's not changing writing, I don't know what's going to be different. Immediate pro. The dude wrote Jurassic Park, bro. Yeah, well, of course, that's the immediate Did he? pro. Yeah. But then, what? You can't... He wrote Jurassic Park when they wrote Crystal Skull, still, and that didn't really help anything. Yeah, but he also wrote Carlito's Way, another favorite film of mine. But it's one of these things... He wrote Mission Impossible, and he also wrote Death Becomes Her. I, oh, I like Death Becomes <laughs> Her. Good, I, well, I'm hoping... Can't beat Goldie Horn. I'm hoping that oh. it's the same writing team up, because after four, they have realized what people don't want... And now they feel comfortable having the same team tackle it again. That's that's me looking yeah. at it from an optimistic point of view. Yeah. I mean, um, the bad side is that it could just be awful again. The writing's not going to be the problem, though, is no. it? It's well, going to no, be it a really old man being forced to do energetic things. I don't necessarily see that as... Because I thought he was he quite might be doing energetic for, things. Yeah, he might not be. Could be. Maybe he'll be, be the one. His way around an old folks' home. Do you know what? You know what I'd love is what? if it's Shia LaBeouf teaching uh, an archaeology class, and it pans over, and it's Harrison Ford, and he has "Love You" written on the back of his eyelids. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Or I, just "Hello, Son." Yeah. <laughs> Quite good. Shia LaBeouf blinks, and he's got "Not Famous" anymore <laughs> written on his eyelids. Yeah. yeah, like to be honest, I'm kind of excited for it because I love Indiana Jones, mm. and I figure. Can't, it can't be any worse, can it? No. Well, That's true. Yeah. 
It can't be. They, but, but they like don't live said, in a vacuum. They know that people, everyone hated. Yeah, there are the bits of Crystal Skull that I kind of liked, though. The fridge, the, the fridge, fridge is all right. Fridge is fantastic. There was, there was a whole middle section of Crystal Skull that I actually really liked, where it seemed like it was getting. It really felt familiar. Really mm. felt like an Indiana Jones movie, and then just. The, the further it got towards the aliens bit. and the skulls yeah. and the weird, just the weirdness, and it just got further and further away from where it should have been going. Uh, and I know, like, part of that was because they wanted, like, Shia LaBeouf to, like, you know, adopt the mantle, mm. and then the whole idea was that he was going to continue the franchise. Yeah. Thank Christ that didn't actually happen. I um, quite like I really, Shia LaBeouf. I find it hard I to dislike him, yeah. him. I think, I, I I think always he just does such odd things yeah. that I love. I flash back to Even Stevens. I watched that well, that's, when I was yeah. a bit too old to watch it all from. the time. Mm. Like, I the think Even Stevens great. movie, I used to just watch that on repeat. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was freaking hilarious. Have you, have you seen, um, you know, Shia LaBeouf did the thing where he live-streamed his own face watching his own films? Yes. Have you seen him reacting to the Even Stevens film. Yeah, because it's one it. of the really loved ones. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. It's so great. He's pissing That's himself. Good. It's great. The fix of I really like him. I, I sometimes like him in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I've actually only ever seen that film once and now in yeah, the cinema. I've seen it a couple but, times. Uh, the thing that in my head I really like I remember is that he is basically acting you know in that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Martin Sheen comes back and it turns out that Martin Sheen is actually Seymour Skinner no. and oh yeah 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 and the Seymour Skinner that we know is actually has stolen uh, oh, the guy's identity it's, it's basically the plot of Mad Men <laughs> um, <laughs> such a weird Simpsons episode but it's a really good episode though mm. it's a brilliant episode but basically when they show Seymour Skinner when he's young he's like a no good Nick like punk and like I love this and he basically is Shia LaBeouf like, there's a bit where he's like uh, he's like don't you have any plans he's like all my plans involve combing my hair <laughs> and there's a bit where he's combing his hair and someone shoots the comb up he's like he gets a flick knife and goes alright who wants a piece of me <laughs> And that's exactly what Shia LaBeouf is like in Kingdom of Crystal Skull. So I kind of find it hard to dislike him. I, I, there, there were parts that I really enjoyed in Crystal Skull. I remember one scene uh, specifically. What time era is that? What, 19... About 4, about 4 p.m.? 4.30? Oh, terrible, <laughs> terrible. Well, what's around that, like, the, like the, um, the time period of, like, the Greece, like, that type of uh, yeah. era. There's a great scene where, like, um, where Shia LaBeouf gets, like, punched back into, yeah. like, a whole group of, like, leather jacket-wearing guys. Yeah. And he knocks, like, someone back with all the varsity jackets. And you've got, like, those two conflicting groups in, like, this, like, soda store. It's, yeah. like, this really, like, old American. The Greasers and the Jocks. Or would you be a jock? I'm a greaser. So you are a greaser. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got a knife under the table, guys. He's been Joe's the nerd. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just Crispin Glover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's way too early to say yet, but Spielberg's on board. It could be good. As I said, it's not going to be worse, is it? You Other bit of bath news, Joe. Uh, yeah, no, this is just a small one because there was a bit of weird, interesting games design history. So, do you know Ark Survival Evolved, this I'm, dinosaur survival game? Yes. I've never played it, but Rory and I talk about it weekly that okay. we should play it. So, there is a button in that where that lets you poop on command. Um, and everyone's kind of latched onto this. It's like, oh, how funny. And yeah. like, poop is a useful resource. You can fertilize things with it and stuff yeah. like that. But the designer revealed this week that the reason it's in there is as a suicide weapon. Um, so they needed to... To in, eat your poop? Yeah. So in Ark, uh, you can be trapped by other players, like imprisoned, right. and there's no way out if you don't have the right tools. Yeah. 
Um, and they needed to find a way for players to quickly respawn, but they didn't want just a suicide button. Oh, God. So they put in the poop button so that you could poop, eat the poop, take 70 points of damage, repeat as necessary until you die. It's Why just don't they incri- just have like a punch your own face? I don't like, know. Option. I don't like, understand. Because that's mental. You'd have a T-Rex punching his oh, own face. Oh, but eating your own shit until you die <laughs> no, is it, totally normal. But at least that's something that, that animal could potentially do. Rather than punching itself in the face. Also, how weird would that be? If a T-Rex well, is, also, a T-Rex can't reach his face. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, not, like, you're not playing an animal. Okay. You play a person. What? So, yeah. You oh. can ride the animals around. But you, I thought you, I thought the point no. was you play the animals. No. Well, this game's just <laughs> off my two playlists. Anyway, like, I don't want to eat my own crap if I'm a human. Wait, hang on. So, the humans are eating their own shit. Yes. That's oh. why to kill that's themselves. That's what I'm saying. How weird this is. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Yeah. I just thought that's an interesting bit of game what, design history. What's the animation for eating your poop? Is it there isn't one. Oh, you okay, just pick right. it up and then use it in your inventory. Right. And then you just go, just fall over. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm good because I don't want them actually putting the poo in their mouth. <laughs> just really laboriously, like, slow. Just yeah. shoveling it. I feel it like, in. Just crying. Like, <laughs> I feel like decades of progress in game design have evolved almost every game so that you have never needed to include a suicide button. Like in your mechanic, that should I wonder, be. I want but like, it, but it is it is part of the design that players can trap you and stuff. Like, there's a really horrible story where there was a guy griefing on a server. Server, mm. so they trapped him in like a little box, like a cage with just a hole in it, and people would take turns on this server tranquilizing him so he couldn't poop and eat his own poop, <laughs> and feeding him blood to keep him alive. Like it was really <laughs> weird. Sick. Like, I know, right? <laughs> and they this whole like ethics, uh, like argument happened yeah. where it was like is it fair to keep a real life player unable to play the game he's paid for <laughs> because he was griefing and it became like an actual prison thing where it's like is it fair that we're torturing this virtual player by feeding him blood <laughs> this is like this is what I assume like is like the Hunger Games people yeah. started these servers yeah. and then like they leave the building it's like wait do you not need to watch this it's gone mad in there yeah. it's gone mad in there like <laughs> we don't know how this happened but, like, just let them do their own thing like, every- just like bolt the door <laughs> close and leave them but, in like, this well, server they, for that they would have had to be on shifts surely yeah so, they like, were be like- a whole <laughs> server of people were taking turns to do this to keep this guy because he was ruining the game for everyone you're actually be like what are you up to today Rory Oh, I'll just be playing video games. What are you playing at the moment? <laughs> oh, it's just a new game. What is it called? Arc, Arc Survival Evolved. Arc Survival Evolved. You can tame dinosaurs and stuff, but actually what I do is tranquilize this dude and feed him blood. Feed him blood. <laughs> but actually what I do is... No, no, I, uh, uh, yeah, I tame dinosaurs. I, I ride dinosaurs. <laughs> no, nothing else, because you sound like you're going to say something else about blood. You almost said blood. Nothing to do with blood. I'm not telling you, no. It's the same That's with weird. all of these games. Every time I play one, all yeah. I do is like punch trees mm. and like just die and fall over and not understand how cold gauges yeah. work. Everyone else is having these amazing experiences where they're like invoking real life ethics. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah, I'm going to. I don't know if I want. This makes me want to play the game more or less. No, yeah. Less. If <laughs> yes. are you just scared of being trapped and fed blood now? Yeah, terrified. You're definitely getting fed blood. <laughs> Let's feed him blood. Let's all play it. Yeah, so if you guys at home want to like play as well, then uh, let us know. We'll all install him. We'll have a big sort of big party where we feed Rory blood. Yeah, you up for that? We'll call no, it Plasma no, Town. No, no, <laughs> no. no. Okay, really important question then. Mm. Yeah. How much would you pay Gary Busey to leave you a message? Shoebox-faced maniac Gary Busey. Yes, I um, love Gary Busey. So this was this is my my question that would determine how much I would pay. Okay, is it just him doing it, or can I request one of his many characters? Well, to leave me a message? very interesting question. So 
I found this website called Celeb VM. Have you heard about this? Um, I've put it underneath the head in Celebrity Shite Site. Um, but basically, it's a celebrity site where you can leave, you can pay money to get a personalized message from a celebrity back. Real celebrity. Real life celebrities. You're making so me this really is just, sad. Absolutely. So this is just a way of finding out whose careers have gone to the rocks. Yeah. Absolutely. Like when Dave Benson Phillips used to let people Skype him for money. Dave Benson Phillips is one of the people here. Oh, of course he right. bloody he's, is. He's on there. Like, him and his moving company. Absolutely. So, <laughs> but yeah. So basically, this the celeb VM founder, Angus Lang- Lancaster, says, came up with the idea after working with One Direction on their music video, Live While We're Young. We know the pushy fans live but while we're live young, while we're young. I think you're fine. sorry did you sing it I don't remember it uh, no I don't remember <laughs> we noticed the pushy fans were able to get autographs and pictures while the shyer fans did not want to bother the band and therefore missed out we decided we wanted to create a simple fun fair and equal way for fans and celebrities to connect oh, while also having the ability to help charity celebrities are really enjoying recording videos of fans and put a lot of effort it, put a lot more effort in than we might have thought now I've looked through it right this, all, this is crap this guy saw Katie Price weeping in a wimpy yeah. and went I've got an idea <laughs> but do you know do you know what I, I'll ask you a question what walk of life or what vocation do you think the, like what kind of celebrity do you think there's the most of on this website game show presenter mm, close reality TV that's not far off I'll tell you the one that's got the most on it wrestlers <sighs> Brutus Beefcake Do you remember Brutus the Barber Beefcake No idea uh, $75 uh, Curry Man I'm not sure who he is no. $25 for, cur- for Curry Man No he's not sharp um, But yeah there's a, there's, a load of, there's a load of wrestlers on there Like Matchman Maddie Savage No he's, he's dead So he's not yeah, on there It's <laughs> just a really we're just A, a voicemail really from echo, the- <laughs> echoey voice so, But basically Think that kind of level That's what, that's what we're uh, On the level Bloody of hell. But yeah uh, We'll get to Gary Busey In a minute But this is This is the thing That people are doing And they're, they're all Really poorly recorded A lot of them Are like recorded On people's phones but oh, they're done geez. sort of portrait instead and of landscape and so they're personalised they're personalised yeah so right. you, you literally you pay Brutus the Barber Beefcake $75 mate and you'd be like hey Joe it's me Brutus Beefcake what's up weird that's it I can't even watch Celebrity Big Brother because that makes me too sad yeah this I think will just really make me sad we were watching that recently it was good yeah this will make you even sadder yeah (laughs) bracky um Martin (laughs) Stevens is one of the kids from the Village of the Damned guess how much he's going for well $9 $20 um Barry and Darren from Storage Wars UK Storage Wars UK 15 quid Derek Akora, the man who can speak to ghosts. No, Derek Akora's Akora's on there. not sunk that low. Yeah, he has. 25 quid for Akora. Do you want to message from Akora? Are you kidding Absolutely. me? Absolutely. I might actually do that. The people who are in the suits uh, for, the, for Michelangelo and Donatello in the Turtles movies. Oh, no. $20. Greedo from Star Wars. 20, 35 quid. Warwick Davis, 25 quid. Greedo costs more than Warwick He's Davis. better than this. Apparently not. <laughs> uh, Neil Razor Ruddock, 30 quid. Yeah. What, more than Warwick Davis, Neil Razor yeah. Ruddock. Big Keith off the office, he's going for 20 quid. Oh, this really hurts. This is making me really sad. One of the saddest ones, and I've got a little story to go with this one as well. The cowboy kid from Willy Wonka. I don't remember. 
Which, who wait, would which want one? a voicemail from the very first, the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the Gene Wilder film. Right, the kid who played the cowboy kid. Uh, he's twenty five dollars. Bloody! I actually man. saw like him TV. once. I saw him. Is that what his name? Is? I don't know. Is that is, like is he the one who's obsessed with TV, or is that someone else? It might be. I'm not sure. Anyway, I like it doesn't to think he's much. just mm. now like a forty year old man, but still having a cowboy hat. Like, Mate, I saw him in New York Comic Con, oh, and no, he was sitting Gav. there, and basically, rest, it's funny we said wrestlers because in Comic Cons, in big American ones. Not only do you have like famous like sci-fi people and not so famous sci-fi people and like comics and things like that, but you also have like um, Playboy Playmates wrestlers like old wrestlers mm. were there like giving out autographs and things like that and this guy was basically in this one part of New York Comic Con mm. surrounded by Playboy Playmates like who were like 40, 50 years old and still in like skimpy outfits which is fine but they didn't look very nice and old wrestlers and it's just this guy the cowboy kid from Willy Wonka just sitting there waiting for you to come up to him and like while I was filming not even a Gustav's gloop no. it's like <laughs> while, while I was filming he was like he was like oh hey how you doing I was like oh he just walked away because I was like I can't talk to this guy but so wait, did you recognise him as the cowboy kid absolutely not but he had, gonna say. no but he had like a big picture of himself oh. like on the edge of his uh, on the edge of his table he's just got that in his garage under yeah. a tarp just pulls it's it out really, to go it's, to it's really sad but I mean if you want him to give you a message you can $25 and I actually think like I kind of there are a few I'd, what I spend my money on utter I shite say, I could just make my own lunch at home and bring yeah. it in instead of going out for lunch and get Derek Akora to record you a message at the exactly, end of the week exactly 25 quid yeah oh should we get Derek Akora to record us a message do an intro to the podcast yeah let's do that we'll do that oh okay. holy shit so yeah. the most expensive one that I could find was Dennis Rodman how much do you think Dennis Rodman charges thousand dollars no, but this is still a very like small thing five hundred five hundred dollars that's how nice. much he charges but he goes as to we north said, korea for visits yeah really? as we said at the beginning yeah. of this video Jesus. how much would you pay or how much you think gary Busey charges for a personalized phone message if he would do it and it's less than dennis rodman if yeah. you do it in character better be i would pay mm, i would pay maybe 50 pounds What's that, what's that in dollars? Say dollars. Or dollars. Okay. What? Eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. What are you saying? He charges yeah. two hundred dollars for a personalized message from Gary Busey. I, I, to be honest, after that list, that yeah. makes me feel quite good because I like he's still got something. Two hundred dollars feels like sumptuous. A lot of these, a lot of these celebrities apparently do give it to charity as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's quite nice. Yeah, that is quite nice. But I mean, they it's haven't. Still really sad. On a lot of the pages, mm. doesn't like actually say hey I'm Warwick Davis and I give this money to charity so right. m- maybe they do I don't know but I just want to say my birthday's in June so if you guys want to start not, not you guys at home I'm talking about these chumps here like if you guys want to start happening? having a whip round in the office for Boosie for Gary Boosie to give me a little message you're getting the cowboy kit I will <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a weeping hey, message damn. from the cowboy kid damn you oh, cowboy we're, we're kid gonna, we're gonna get the cowboy kid to say hey Gav I actually do remember you from Comic Con oh, and I was just shy because oh, I really like oh, you oh. hope you have an everlasting birthday <laughs> Right, let's have some... I think I should do my own voicemail service. You get, like, personalized message from From Roy Powers. Yeah. No. Being like, hey, bro. Whoa. All the colors (laughs) of the rainbow or something. I don't know, whatever. I don't know what my catchphrase is. colors of the rainbow? (laughs) Let's have some feedback. Come on. That's your catchphrase. um, Oh, you did have the first. Joe, now you've got the first bit of feedback. There we go. And also, I should point out, Tilly printed these out, not me. So even though if they say any nice things about me... Tilly printed them out. 
Uh, okay, so this is Kevin from Manchester. Yeah. He says, great shows as usual. Thank you. Thanks, Kev. Just right. you thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm in now. I'm in for the long haul. Just writing to say I'm loving the IMDB game. And it's oh, great. And it's oh, great to Tilly. <laughs> Bullshit. Tilly printed this off. He really did. He really did. <laughs> and it's great to play along to it in my head during the commute. That sounds quite sinister. Yeah. Mm, keywords. Just making them up. <laughs> Distracts me. Distra- this gets creepier. Distracts me from the emotionless robot-style world the tram at 7am becomes dot, dot, dot. Okay. I've been there. We've mm. all been there, man. It's a mm. dark place. It's robot it trams. I, the only thing is with it, I need Crushed to... Crushed in a tram, people feeding you blood, <laughs> tranquilizing you is horrible. I mean, Manchester's is weird. A cool player. I need to work out a way of being able to do it so people can still play along even if do you know what I mean? Like, because as soon as one of you look, guys shouts out, that's it. That's the end. We need a but. We need, wait, no, it doesn't work. Doesn't then work. it's just a buzzer in an audio form. Mm, can't do it. It's hard, isn't it? Don't know how to do it unless I do one big recording at one point of a load of them. So if, if you want to play the, play along on the way somewhere, but we'll do that when you've recorded the oh, when you recorded so like the a, theme too. Like the big book. Gav's big book of keywords. A keyword countdown, <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. That isn't a bad idea. That is more work for Dale. We could get <laughs> rich. Podcast. Why? He's got to edit it all. Edit it all together. No, I've got them all. I've just got to re- record it. We'll do it at Christmas. We'll do it at Christmas. Like a Christmas special. Boom. Done. There we go. Keyword quiz. Okay. Uh, I'm next, sorry. Uh, it's from Will Allen. So just to say, 10 Cloverfield Lane should be an early Oscar shout. No. <laughs> a far cry from the first film. I'm glad for it. I'm glad for it we should all be. For a film with such limited build-up to be so good in every department is an amazing and pleasant surprise. John Goodman shows why he is the legend he is in this film. Now, we've both seen it. You haven't. I'm dying to, dying to. Um, I asked both of you for your professional opinion on whether I should go see it or not. Professional. And it was very What's your unprofessional opinion on? Oh, no, no. See, everyone keeps saying that I hate it. It's just because I like it less than other people. Yeah. But, like, it's well worth seeing. Like, I it's a really it. interesting film. And, like, I'm surprised stuff like that is getting made yeah, for the mainstream. Yeah. Like, that's, it's really worthwhile. Um, I just felt like. Well, I can't talk about why. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's well, spoiler spoil really filled hard. my reasons like, for before, problem. like the reviews started coming out and stuff. The general vibe around it was that this was a bad movie that they had like thrown on the Cloverfield tag to try and drum up more like audience like participation. I mean, yeah. But like that is absolutely true. But, but it's I not mean, a bad like film. Yeah. No, 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 it's yeah, not yeah, a bad yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. But the, the Cloverfield tag was thrown on it. To yeah, drum yeah, up. that's what I assumed um, that much. But I assumed it was because the movie was like bad, and they were trying yeah. to get more people to see it. <laughs> that's but, fair. Because that just that happens a lot with like video game movies. Like, yeah. video, like they just go, "All right, we've got this shite oh, script yeah. that we're never going to make. Okay, I'm selling the rights to House of the Dead. All right, wicked. We'll whack those two things together. Now, House of the Dead takes place on an island instead of taking place in a house. <laughs> I can't wait till we break <laughs> away from that. Goodman is amazing in it. Goodman's brilliant in it. Like the other two. Mary people. Elizabeth Winstead yeah. is great. She's fantastic in it. I really like the other guy. Right. Oh, I didn't know who he was. Like, Beard man. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on in that film. It's yeah. absolutely brutal. It's really, it's so tense, I think. Yeah. Someone pointed out, oh, actually, it was J.J. Uh, Abrams. I was listening to an interview with him. Oh, my mate J.J. Some, uh, some joker to, pointed out. Um, he pointed out that the, the cuts are really long in that film. Yeah, they are. So it, you're just watching people's faces for so long, yeah. and it really, Ooh, that yeah, it's stuff. great. It's That's really good. clever. You'll really like it. I, 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 I love the film. I think it's really good. I do want to watch it again now yeah. because I feel left out. <laughs> I want to like it more. Rory, what have you got? Uh, this is from Kyle. Kyle says, Hey guys, so this week I caught my first glimpse of the multiplayer gameplay for Bethesda's new and upcoming iteration of Doom. All I'll say that is if you like the gameplay and aesthetic style of Unreal Tournament, Does he work for Bethesda? <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Critics are calling it visceral. <laughs> Halo type <laughs> texture. And mix that with a heavy dose of LSD, then it looks like you're in for a treat. He imagines that I, Mr. Powers, am looking forward to it. Um, I was a big uh, Doom fan, and also Quake as well. I used mm. to play a lot of those games growing up. I think this guy does work for Bethesda, and he's basically tricked us. It tricked you into reading it out. Well, mm. me, because, well, um, what's his name? Tilly Tent printed it out. You keep but saying that Tilly. Yeah, <laughs> I, <think, laughs> like, I think he's going to use something you just said and like quote it on a trailer and say, oh, IGN. Rory Powers says that. <laughs> like Unreal Tournament, Rory Powers. Kyle, you're IGN. actually not allowed to get that quote unless you go onto my VM site and that's actually going to be 20 bucks. I'll do it for you in a voicemail, mate. I can't believe... I, oh, I was about to say something really stupid then, so let's carry on. <laughs> I was going to go, I can't believe you remembered the name of the website, but I realised what VM, VM stands <laughs> for. <laughs> I was like, how did you remember the name of that website? The Rory. Oh. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> uh, anyway, on to the question. On the back of this game and how crazy it looks, I'd quite like to know what the most bizarre game and bizarre film you guys have ever seen. Crazier and weirder, the better. Most bizarre game is... Um, El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. It's made by the people who made or some of the oh, people who made is, the original no, yeah. they made the original Devil May Cry. So it's basically right. a Devil May Cry oh, game. Devil May Cry. But it's based on ancient uh, Jewish like myth. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like an angel going through this weird world of demons that's sometimes the future and sometimes like just like weird abstract landscapes and stuff. It sounds like Devil May Cry Five. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's a, and it's it's just really really weird, but also just an amazing action game at the same yeah. time. It's great. It's so strange. It's well worth playing. I think it's about nine quid. I what I'm trying to think of like the weirdest game, like you know the Clock Tower games. Oh yeah, like they're really weird. Like to I've the point really where I don't really know what's going on in them. I, mean, I kind of play like just like big guys chasing you out of rooms. Yeah, and stuff. And I, I think maybe like PT as well. Like I know it's only a trailer, but like yeah. that's up there with one of the weirdest things. Cause I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what was meant to happen. I suppose yeah, it's bizarre in the sense that it doesn't tell you how to proceed, no. and it took people days to finish Absolutely, it yeah. for a two-hour game and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> That was such a... What, do you remember when that came out? And just yeah. everyone going, what, what is, is going this? On, yeah. Like, it genuinely changed the world overnight. Yeah, it's really brilliant. weird. Really, really good. Amazing. Um, I still haven't played PT yet. I'm saving you? it for like... It's a on Let's, PlayStation. I'm saving it for a Let's Play. Yeah, like, I've got okay. I want to have it in the bag and then maybe like... What's... What's, the what's your weirdest game or film, Rory? The weirdest game... The weirdest game I ever played. So me and my friends, we went through like a period where we used to just go into... To, I think it was like CEX and just buy, you know, those like... 20p PS2 games they would just be like mm. in baskets you know we would just buy that's tons of these that's I got Tower 3 yeah yeah just like because that was really fun like you could uh, spend maybe like 30 pounds on a new title or what we used to do was we just pick up maybe like 15 games for the same price and then we could all like just go around someone's house and just like play these really weird games it was yeah. really fun uh, those were cool one days. of the weirdest ones I ever played was this game for PlayStation 2 called Trapped Spelt T-R-A-P-T, I okay. think, like trapped. Mm -hmm. And it was really bad, really badly translated into English. I think it was like a Japanese game. You're basically in this castle or house and you have to go through and there's all these traps that you can like either place yeah, or get caught Yeah, that's it. It's like a strategy in. game where you're placing traps around. Yeah, yeah. I've seen footage of that. It's so, so weird. Mm. And because like you never really know what's going on in the narrative, you're just like walk into a room and this cutscene will happen where it's like a demon and it just starts raining blood from the <laughs> skies and you're like, I have no idea what's happening. And also every time you moved... <clears throat> 
uh, up or down on the menu. You yeah. make a whip noise. <laughs> so if you want to change the volume or the settings, you'd be like whoosh, 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 whoosh. Getting louder. Crazy, horribly weird game. But we had so much fun playing it. Like I used to love doing that, just picking up like a basket of just like the worst games imaginable. That's a good idea. It was really fun. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if that's still a big viable option. You might be able to pick up some like good games for. Just do it on like Itchio now. Just go onto the free game section and find really weird stuff. Sometimes I just spend an afternoon just combing through people's mad releases. It's good. So play trapped, hunt it down, play trapped. We'll do this bit as the final bit then because we've gone on. Gone on loads. Time flies. We have uh, fun. This is a. This is again. I didn't. I didn't print these out. Uh, Viking Rob says. I love Gav. Can we have more Gav? Keyword count. Oh, you read this the one. Best. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "I'm loving the Dark Souls. Prepare to try videos." Oh, amazing. Uh, so this is a series that uh, Rory Krupa and I have been doing, uh, where we challenge uh, some dickhead noob that we know <laughs> called Rory who's I never played Dark Souls <laughs> that you're a dickhead or a noob both um, to finish Dark Souls by the time Dark Souls 3 comes out it's been a roller coaster ride of emotions it's like we we uh, talked about it a little bit at the end of the last week's podcast but like it's only getting funnier it's only getting funnier like, I thought you were going to say it's only getting harder because that's what you should be saying well that's <laughs> equally yeah like, there's like, some episodes recently that are just well this guy's just said but I'm guessing Rory's going to tap out at the Ornstein and Smell fight should we do full disclosure? No, because I think that's on Sunday or Monday. That's on Sunday or Monday. Um, and I can say now that that is the thing that I've hated and also loved the most out of any video game I've ever played or witnessed being played. Because when when we finally defeat them, that's not we're going to finish this. So it's not a spoiler. But when we finally defeat them. Uh, there's nothing that we've recorded that's like it. Well, I saw it because I'm outside of all of this. So all yeah. I see is I just turn around and occasionally Rory's like either grimacing or laughing yeah. at something that's happened. And this oh. morning I saw a clip. I won't say what it is yeah. because it's from an upcoming one, but there is a look of horror on Krupa's face at something that happens that is yeah. so powerful. <laughs> like, it was horrible. It's it incredible. I've never seen anyone look like that at a video game. And I do want to <laughs> He's not even playing it. I do want to be clear because like, people have like posted in the comments thinking that we have beat the game mm. and we're now releasing all the videos. That is not true. We have not beaten the game yet. <laughs> Dark Souls 3 is very much coming, and we yeah. have not... Be- I think Dan says we're maybe about halfway through. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, this is the grind. Like you It's can- a big week this week. It's it's really... And to see us, like, struggle through it on yeah. camera is really funny. So, I, yeah, I'd recommend watching it. Yeah, definitely it. check that out. And just finally then as well, Rory, what are you doing on Saturday? Oh, I'm playing a show. You are playing a show. Yeah. Rory, so Rory's band, Team RKT, Team Rocket, what do you like to be called? Either one. It's all I, good. I hate it's when bands I know that's, spell I know that's what you hated. So that's why I'm like... Uh, but Rory's it. band is actually really good. They um, opened for us at our Podcast 300 celebrations. And you're playing a gig where... Uh, the loading bar. Which in one? There's two of them. It's in Stratford. It's in the Stratford one. Yeah. You sure? One. You sure it's not in the Dalton one? Positive. You sure? It's a new one. It's a new one. It's big. It's okay. brand new. There's room for everyone. So Rory's playing a show there on Saturday night. What time? If you want to hear me do a cover of the Keyword Countdown theme, <gasps> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. We'll so do it live. If you, guys, you write it, and I'll do it live. If you guys should definitely come down to loading bar. What time are you on? Uh, I think it starts around eight. Okay. So yeah, we're on about nine. Come down. I want to hear people shouting keyword countdown in between every song. Uh, we're all going to be there as well. So if you want to come down and hang out um, and throw things at Rory until he plays the keyword countdown theme 
You're very not welcome. Do not throw blood. Bleed <laughs> <laughs> him some blood. Throw him traps. Keep him alive. People are just blow darting me between songs and I'm just falling over. No, Puddling guys, let blood. me sing. But that's this week's podcast. If you want to get in touch with you can. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. And we shall see you next week. Bye-bye. Sweet dreams. Bye.